0: For the demo i think this was the piece that you know working at a startup company was one of the hardest things to understand because we don't have that much data yet in understanding kind of like where if we shape or change it this way like you mentioned like how does it affect the overall uh you know how does it affect ultimately to where there's some sort of mutual agreement at the very end of it i think the one thing that i've found that like really just takes over in terms of performance is just when i jump into a call I want to make sure that it's just all about the person. It just really is a conversation because ultimately
1: human connection. Absolutely. It's,
0: it's, it's a human connection.
1: Good afternoon, everyone. George Soto here with Demo Diaries. Uh, today I'm joined by Tony De Leon, who's a senior account executive at Ample Market. Tony's also a huge fan of sales enablement and really digs into the technical details of the sales process. Tony, how are you, brother?
0: I'm doing fine. Thanks for uh,
1: having me here. Thank you so much for your time. I very much appreciate it. If you could, we'd like to kind of kick these things off with just you giving a a quick uh, overview of your career and how'd you get into uh, sales and uh, particularly at a tech company.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, So where it all started for me, I was in San Francisco State and uh, I was finishing up a finance degree, had really no clue kind of where I wanted to go in terms of like the finance, that world was just so huge. Uh, My brother at the time kind of mentioned to me, hey, like there's this little academy thing called uh, tech sales over there. I, I don't know. I saw it in there and it's SV Academy today. I don't know if you've heard of it. And I was like, look, I don't know anything about tech, right? I'm like the far, you know, the farthest person from being able to do any kind of coding. And so jumped into the whole thing, understood what it was. And it basically shot me into kind of understanding what the world in tech is today. Uh, Eventually I was able to meet a recruiter who was kind enough to look at me and say, hey, I like what I see. Why don't you try this company Funbox? And so Funbox was my first tech sales uh, position and really it's kind of spring, springboarded me into a lot of different roles to where I am today as a senior account executive at ample market um, and so um, I would say for a lot of folks that might be you know watching this there's a lot of different ways to get access and be able to start your path into sales and There's really now, now now I would say like today, even more today, right? There's no one way path to get into sales. There's multiple different ways.
1: And by the way, I didn't slip uh, Tony a a hundred to wear that shirt. Thank you for for wearing the shirt. (laughs) I appreciate you representing. So that's No, awesome. no,
0: no. It's it's it's. By the way, it's like the smoothest, like most, like comfortable shirt ever. So I have no problem wearing it.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I, I have ten of them, so I wear them all the time. Um, <laughs> my cl- I've just thrown away a bunch of stuff. But anyways, COVID, <laughs> COVID living. So let's talk exactly. a little bit about social selling, because I know we were chatting about this a little bit, particularly LinkedIn. You know, what are some of the strategies that you've seen? Uh, being leveraged and maybe that you've used for your for your own process uh, that have been highly effective as a senior AE.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think one way we could even start that would be, what are some of the the methods that I've used before that just didn't work out? Um, and 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 I think this is a highly debated subject today, which is like personalization at scale. Can you do it right? Um, what, I, what I've done before in the past, right, and there's a middle balance to this, is I used to just try to do volume play. If I can connect with as many people as possible, shoot them a, a message, I'm pretty sure even at 1% conversion rate that there's going to be someone that can connect with me. And that actually wasn't the case. I ended up burning through a lot of my tier one companies just kind of doing this very... Relaxed method without even really reading into their whole profile because it's LinkedIn is such a personal space that I know if someone opened my profile, I, I dig in and I'm like, who is this person? You know, why are they looking at my profile? Like, this is so interesting to me. Um, and 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 so like that's the one thing that I've seen not entirely work for me per se, but there are ways to be able to kind of construct that. Um, but I would say. Jorge, one of the things that I found really interesting that a lot of folks do this uh, is kind of like breaking down LinkedIn. And I've kind of put it into three categories, right? Which is like serendipity, authenticity, and then the last part of it is just consistency. Of that. And um, the way that I think about serendipity is, uh, here's kind of an example. My, my brother used to, he used to work over at Boston, right? And he used to take smoke breaks. was going on and smoking his vape. And so he would just kind of walk out. He was an SDR, Enterprise SDR at this company. And so he would kind of walk out uh, and he would just smoke his little vape in the parking lot. And lo and behold, there's a guy right across the street, like very close, right? And he was also smoking his vape. And so eventually they both started kind of sinking in the same breaks and, you know, it was lunchtime smoke break. They eventually kind of grew this relationship he ended up being a VP of sales at a pretty large company, right? Like a huge company. And he was an FCR very early on, like early on, and they ended up forming this kind of mentorship mentee relationship. And that's like serendipity. There's no way that you can find that on a call, right? And which is, that's the power of LinkedIn, which is we can jump on a call and I can be doing a demo for you and I could be trying to get your rapport but you're in the business setting of mind. And and, in that state of mind, building a rapport with me is not the number one priority. You're just going in there because it's one, Tony is getting me into this call, into this demo, and I'm trying to see what it is and trying to see if it makes sense for me. After that, I'm out. Mm -hmm. I am not in a business to be Tony's best friend. I am not looking to be, you know, his pal. I don't want to be soft-talked and anything from that perspective. But if I met you maybe outside, lining up for something you, you might you, we might have a different type of relationship and so that i think is the one part of serendipitous you could say that linkedin has which is you know how do you find someone in linkedin in this kind of world and have that type of interaction where it's like oh hey by the way i'm in this thread i'm commenting and you're commenting too and you have something some thoughts that i had that made sense and then maybe we might take this i might connect with you and we'll have this conversation and keep it going so that that's like the serendipity part. I don't know, like what what's what are ways that you've kind of encountered that as well? I mean, I've seen you very active on LinkedIn, so I'm really curious as well. Yeah, well,
1: thanks for asking. I, I I'm usually the one asking questions, so I always appreciate it. <laughs> of course, yeah. You, you know, I I started on LinkedIn in 2003, and yep. uh, you know, it's a different uh, different system at that point. It, but uh, I would say that. I'm seeing a couple different things. The first thing is people are using it to, and I don't, I don't want to say pontificate, but, uh, but, you know, you see a lot of that where it's strong opinions. Sometimes yeah. it's controversial. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you do controversial things that tends to attract a lot of engagement. So, yeah. you know, for folks, if that fits your personality, then by all means do it. But you know, I had this conversation earlier with a, a VC about uh, you know about how to drive more engagement on LinkedIn. And mm-hmm. you know, we we talked about this very specific topic, which is controversial topics like politics or maybe even in your space, saying something sucks. And what do you think? And uh, you know, for me, that just doesn't really mesh with my personality nor what I want to put out into the world the energy yep. out there. Now, does it drive engagement and visibility? Yeah, it does. I mean, we just yep. saw what happened to this country on social media uh, mm-hmm. over the last, you know, four or five years, right? I mean, I don't have to mention it, we've seen it. And, yep. and it was, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of social media handles uh, ended up growing tremendously because of the controversial topics and comments they were making. So I think that's the first thing is, you know, if you, if you are, if that's in your personality or you wanna develop that, then then you can go for it. And that's, I think gonna drive a, a bunch of engagement. The other thing is like spacing of content. Mm-hmm. So being able to, you know, create pieces that sometimes they're like one liners. You'll see that, you know, idea, idea, idea or statement, 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 spread it out, ask a question or call to action and ask people to, uh, to comment. Right, and people are actually doing it now. We talked about this ten years ago, twelve years ago, yeah. on how to drive engagement. Yeah. Now it's actually happening, right? Uh-huh. And so, so you know, having a, a creative view, testing out what what uh, systems are are um, are working for you, systems in terms of formats of content, video, audio, text space. Uh, are you going to share a, some personal content, maybe from a personal brand? So it's not just business, 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 because we are all on LinkedIn right now. And I think there's now more room for personal content as opposed to just business content. I posted a picture of my puppy and that was my most engaged on LinkedIn, right? And I posted it other places as well. That was my most engaged uh, piece of content. However, why do I do that? Well you know, part of it is that I wanted to test how people engaged with like non-business content. And of course, when people are engaging on your feed, the the algorithm, of course, is going to favor you better. So what I'm now doing, and I got this from my buddy uh, Gaetano, who's the uh, director Hmm. of demand gen over at... uh, Next, Steve, and he was the VP of marketing of at Sales Hacker for a little bit. He'll put in like his his reggaeton music and his him playing guitar, and yep. he'll drive engagement, which helps him now get more visibility on his other content, right, on the business stuff that's going to drive leads. So it's yep. kind of like training the the feed. Uh, you see this also with like Uri over at the the CMO over at Gong, Uri's a mm-hmm. pal as well, and. Uh, and he, he'll like post a video on LinkedIn of him playing piano, you know, and gets tons of engagement. Right. So those yeah. are like, I think two things that, that I would, uh, you know, just throw out there to folks. I, I personally am not going to go the controversial route. Cause again, that's my thing, even though I know it's probably going to be better for my feed in terms of the engagement, but again, yeah. it depends on what your priorities are in life.
0: No. And, and, and those are really good points as well. I mean, those, the controversial, you, the way that we can put some content, some context into this is in sales, we're seeing so many folks just say like, yeah. oh, this email sucks, right? Or this this phone call sucks. And what happens is it's trying to draw mutual thoughts. And, and, and yeah, you're super right. I mean, these are the ones that drew so much comments and likes that it's almost like it's tempting, right? But I mean, hey, to each their own, if that's a marketing tactic and that's the way that they're doing it. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, people it's it's the new SEO, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. And look, it's strategic and it make and it works. Yeah. But, you know, that that's more of I think a personal more I don't want to say morals or ethics, but it's just also for me too. Like I don't want to be the person that, you know, is uh is, is promoting that or putting out that energy. Now I do get pissed off sometimes and go on Twitter when I'm getting some like (laughs) terrible customer service and I'll like at reply the folks, but anyways. um, So yeah, that's, that's what I would say. What, what are some other other tips or, or kind of strategies you've seen folks leverage LinkedIn to, to build awareness and why does that Mm -hmm. actually matter?
0: Yeah. Uh, Some of the tricks and and, and tips is if if you're connecting with someone, there is an ability for you to actually drop a voice message. And a lot of folks are doing the video recording and it's extremely, it's strong, right? If if you're able to kind of take your authenticity and be able to kind of channel that through the video, you can do that. Uh, But I found voice messages to be extremely helpful because for a lot of folks, they don't want to click a button and have it to be directed into another place. They don't want to feel like they're gated into just getting that whatever they want to see. Um, But the voice message is clean. I click on that button. I can hear what you're saying. I can choose whether or not I want to communicate back to you, respond back. And it's a very simple process. Um, And so I've seen that work, especially kind of like an engagement and outreach. Um, It's it's a way to kind of drive that initial conversation. Um, Another thing that I've seen as well is when you have a specific post that matches let's just say for example i'm i'm selling the sales reps and there's a specific post that talks about let's just say why this you know outbounding this way makes sense and what i'm doing the process or the what i'm selling has something to do with that every person that likes it or comments it could be a person that i can reach out to and say hey look these are people that might have some interest in my product but it's always the execution that it's it's how do you do that? Because I, I could literally just go in and put everyone into a sequence and they're gonna say, great, this, this person obviously just farmed the likes, the comments, um, but if done right, it could be the most, one of the strongest tools that you have because you're, you're talking about relevance and you're also talking about personalization. Um, and uh, there's a person named uh, Justin Michaels who talks about that a lot. That's like literally ingrained in this process. And and, and I kind of ran with it and, and it's been working so far. And, and, and How yeah. are you
1: tracking those voicemails uh, that you're sending through LinkedIn? Are you just like manually logging it in Salesforce?
0: Yeah. So for now, it's just my, manually logging it. Right. And I think kind of the issue that I have is with a lot of the tools that we have around us, like the CRMs, you know, like in terms of outreach, the the CRMs and all these different tools, sometimes we're not able to do those unique approaches because we have to now abide by the laws of CRM, right? So like in the world of ops and enablement, it's like, if you don't do it, then it never really existed. Because if we can't calculate that or, or find the metrics behind it, then we don't know where you're putting a lot of time in. So yes, I mean manually doing that. So it'd be interesting to see kind of like where that that comes in in the future. Maybe that there's a way if LinkedIn can sink into Salesforce. I think by the way, LinkedIn if you're watching this, that would make our lives so much easier.
1: <laughs> 100%. All right, let's yeah. let's talk a little bit about, you know, the demo here. What what are some tips or strategies that you have used that have really like taken your demos to the next level and you just started to be able to sort of Understand that when you did the demo this way, and the tra- top track matched this flow, then you just saw more people animated, or you know, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the qualitative stuff. But also, of course, you saw more conversions from that particular step in the process.
0: That's an interesting question. Um, for the demo, I think this was the piece that. You know, working at a startup company was one of the hardest things to understand, because we don't have that much data yet in understanding kind of like where if we shape or change it this way, like you mentioned, like, how does it affect the overall, uh, you know, how does it affect ultimately to where there's some sort of mutual agreement at the very end of it. I think the one thing that I found that like really just takes over in terms of performance is just when I jump into a call. I wanna make sure that it's just all about the person. It just really is a conversation because ultimately-
1: Human connection, absolutely. It's
0: it's it's a human connection. So it's like, hey, look, by the way, look like Jorge, I was the one who, who obviously reached out to you. I emailed you, I called you. And um, just out of curiosity, what, what brought you over to the call today? I'm sure you get this all, all day and, and there's something, is there an initiative? Is there a project you're working on really? What brought you to today? And from there, that just kind of drives a conversation where it's like the ball's in their court. Well, Tony, like this is where I wanna talk about, or, you know, it just really depends. But there's a lot of different frameworks in there and they're definitely, you know, I, I'm still, you know, learning them as I go, right? There's like medic, med pick, and there, there's a whole world of that as well. Um, the, the one area that I struggled with earlier on in my career was something as simple as bent. I literally was one of those, you know, those those reps that would be like, okay, how do I get the you know, the the budget that the authority need and and, and if, if anything was kind of dis- like if if it was anything disorganized or disordered, it ruined the flow, the conversation, it seemed so inauthentic. Um, and I know you're asking about the demos, but this really ties into how this affects the demo because then you know when you're jumping in the demo, if that type of human connection isn't formed, then you're not going to be able to really get the delivery that you want in the demo. Yeah. Um, and so funny thing is my wife is actually transitioning from science into sales. And when she was asking me like, what's the hardest part about sales in a demo? And I was like, the hardest thing about sales is sales really is just like delivering a message to another person in the most effective way. And sometimes we like myself, I put extra things that there shouldn't be any, right? And I'm like making it more complicated. I'm I'm going into places that you know like they don't really care about. And yeah. so like I'm showing them like this feature, function and they're like I came here for one simple thing. And that's cool you have all these features and and that obviously drives the value of your product, the ACV, but slowly they're I'm I'm losing them and I and I could feel that. So hore like when when I could see them pulling away from the demo, that's got to be the hardest thing for any rep because it's like you went there, you, you started talking about that feature that they had no business knowing. And that's, that I think is like some of the hardest pieces of a demo. It's just kind of knowing who you're talking to.
1: Awesome. Quick last question. And again, thank you so much for your time. With, with uh, prospecting, what are the most effective channels that you're seeing today as a senior AE? Are you doing prospecting on, on your own right now? Or do you have like a, an SDR?
0: yeah so at ample market we have an SDR, uh but we're also doing our own prospecting for tier one companies Mm -hmm. um i think the most effective thing and surprisingly it's linkedin Mm -hmm. so linkedin's kind of where i'm able to find conversations with folks and, and it the way that it drives is a little bit different um i would say linkedin and phone calls emails right is everyone's doing it now. Everybody's like I, doing emails, yeah. Everyone's it, doing emails. and I, it,
1: <laughs> That's what I was asking because I was like, man, you know, it's so hard. It, like I, I was inviting people to an event I did a couple months ago yeah, and uh, I ended up finding out that my email went to spam mm-hmm. and, you know, that was just like, you know, sending, I don't know, 20 emails. So not only are the like email providers now it, it really clamping down, but yep. people are just like, I have uh, an assistant to just goes through my email, and throws away anything that's sales that I that I um, you know that I'm not on a thread with or that's clearly some kind of out, outreach, because yep. I just I can't deal with 200 emails coming in like that that are uh, that are mostly not personalized and not thoughtful, which is you know frustrating and I, it hurts me to even say that as a long time SDR inside sales rep. But yeah. uh, but Tony, thank you so much. Very much appreciated. If, if folks want to follow you on social media, I'm I'm guessing LinkedIn. Uh, yeah. is the best <laughs> channel.
0: Definitely uh, add me on LinkedIn. I am I, I I'd love to chat and then just meet as many people as I can.
1: Cool. Well, we're in COVID, and uh, I know we're yeah. we're like in this in this sort of very bizarre times. So any connections that we can make with folks and hanging out, maybe we can start to replicate that hanging out that your brother did on the serendipitous thing, right? Exactly. On the uh, online right now in different ways. So hopefully we can uh, make that happen.
0: Yep. I hear you. Well, awesome. Well, thanks for having me. Really do appreciate it. And uh, really looking forward to seeing kind of everything that you produce.
1: Cool. Thank you so much. Well, have a great day.
0: Yeah, you as well. Have a good one.